Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 1st. In today's news, Hope Hicks resigns as White House Communications Director. Jared Kushner is feeling paranoid as his finances come under growing scrutiny. And President Trump sends mixed messages on gun control to lawmakers. But first, the big idea. Trump's rejection of due process for gun owners points to his broader disdain for the rule of law. A few hours after the president called it disgraceful that his attorney general is not using Justice Department lawyers to more aggressively pursue his perceived critics in the government, he declared at the White House that cops should be able to confiscate guns from American citizens without due process. It was just another Wednesday in Trump's Washington, where many have become inured to comments and actions that suggest both disregard and disdain for the rule of law. These might have been defining moments for any previous president, but they weren't even the biggest stories of the day. During a televised roundtable with lawmakers to discuss what should be done to prevent future school shootings like the one in Florida, Vice President Pence began discussing the concept of gun violence restraining orders. He said states like California let local law enforcement agencies go to court and obtain an order to collect someone's firearms when red flags suggest that they are a potential danger to themselves or others. Pence said that they allow for due process so that no one's rights are trampled. That's when Trump interrupted. In the position of that Take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of firearms. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. The president went on to complain about what he called excessive checks and balances that limit what can be done to prevent mentally unfit people from buying or keeping guns. Whatever your view of Second Amendment jurisprudence, Trump's comments showed a startling disregard for foundational rights that are enumerated in the Fourth, Fifth, and Fourteenth Amendments. The legal concept of due process is as old as the Magna Carta. And it doesn't seem like an exaggeration to say that some Republican members of Congress would have called for Barack Obama's impeachment had he ever called for taking people's guns away without due process. The issue of Jeff Sessions's tortured relationship with the president also reared up again Wednesday when the president tweeted that he shouldn't allow the inspector general to, quote, investigate potentially massive FISA abuses. Trump said Justice Department lawyers should do it. Three of my colleagues reported late last night that special counsel Bob Mueller has now been investigating that period last summer when Trump seemed determined to push Sessions from his job. Mueller is looking into whether these efforts were part of a months-long pattern of attempted obstruction of justice. Mueller's team has questioned witnesses in detail about Trump's private comments and state of mind in late July and early August of last year, around the time that he started tweeting all the time to belittle his beleaguered attorney general. The thrust of the questions is to determine whether the president's goal was to oust Sessions in order to pick a replacement who would exercise control over the investigation into possible coordination between Russia and Trump associates during the 2016 election. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, White House Communications Director Hope Hicks announced her resignation just one day after she testified before the House Intelligence Committee in its Russia investigation. 
She's been contemplating leaving the White House for several weeks, her friends say, and she's told people that three years is a long time to work for Trump. CNN says Mueller's team recently asked another former Trump campaign aide about Hicks's knowledge of the campaign's connections to Russia. The 29-year-old is one of Trump's closest and most trusted aides. She says she could see herself working for him again in the future, including maybe on his 2020 re-election campaign. Five people have now done six stints as communications director since Trump won the election. Yes, five different people. Number two, Jared Kushner's financial relationships are coming under growing scrutiny. The New York Times reports that the president's son-in-law's real estate business received huge loans after he had meetings at the White House with banks. His businesses received a loan of $180 million in November from a private equity firm after he and the firm's founder discussed the potential of a White House job. That job never materialized. Kushner's business also received an even larger loan of $325 million last spring from Citigroup after he met with that company's chief executive. The New York State Department of Financial Services has asked several banks for information about their relationships with Kushner and his finances. Meanwhile, Kushner, it turns out, is one of more than 30 different White House aides who have lost their top secret clearances since last week. His clearance was likely revoked due to his relationships with foreign contacts that he didn't disclose even to his colleagues in the White House. CNN reports that the recent series of events has led the president's son-in-law to feel that his West Wing colleagues are out to get him. One source in the West Wing says he has become, quote, paranoid. Number three. During that White House meeting with lawmakers where he talked about due process, Trump also called for several measures that sharply break with the NRA, as well as leaders of his own party. He accused Republicans of being too petrified to take action. Trump told lawmakers to send him, quote, one terrific bill that combines several different proposals. He said he would consider tougher background checks for gun buyers, the outlawing of bump stocks, and a few other things. He also dismissed an NRA-backed proposal that would require all states to recognize concealed carry permits issued by any other state. That's a top priority of House Republican leaders. But over more than an hour, Trump was all over the place, and so his comments confused leaders on both sides. A lot of Republicans and Democrats say they don't really expect him to follow through on most of what he said. And that's The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 1st. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.